Welcome to the Nourished by Nature podcast. Gain tips and tricks on how to live fully while losing weight successfully. Here's your host, Shindy Unger. Hi, ladies. Some of you left questions. I'll answer that and then get to the topic of the day. If you left a message for a callback, please feel free to call me at your convenience, 646-498-6696. Please call this number only to sign up for the program. For general questions, please leave it here or email shindelunger at gmail.com. That's S-H-E-I-N-D-E-L-U-N-G-E-R at gmail. All right, question. I'm struggling with weight for a long time. The bottom line is the sugar and carb cravings are enormous. So many of us cannot even get to one full clean day. I know you'll say to get off sugar for a few days and then you crave less. We just cannot achieve a couple of days of clean eating, even when the doctor warns. All right, so firstly, I would love if I'd be able to play the original message for all of you to hear because the genuine and sincere way that this question was asked really touched my heart and I was able to hear that it was coming from a very deep, real place. You're not just challenging the system out of laziness, but this problem is so very real for you and for others. Sugar and carb cravings are a serious addiction. Addictions are very difficult to overcome. Think alcohol, think drugs. It's not for nothing that most people do not recover. We don't judge them in any way. It is extremely difficult, and at the same time, it's possible. There comes a rock-bottom point when change becomes possible. Studies show that people who want to stop smoking go through quite a few rounds of trying before they actually stop for good. What happens is that self-efficacy, which is the belief we have in ourselves that we can change, this belief decreases from the time that we want to change to the time that we actually try to do it. The inner critic rears its ugly head and it can feel impossible. My advice to you is find support, not support that will keep you in misery. Friends who understand you and are in the same place as you will not inspire you to change. Real support is surrounding yourself with people who've been through the struggle as you know it and got out. Speak to them and learn from them. They did it. You can do it too. Question. I got many questions about sweeteners, all types. This week, specifically, someone asked about maple syrup and coconut sugar. These are natural sweeteners, but they're still sweeteners. Sweetening your food is not a good habit, and it ruins the digestion of the food. All right, today, let's talk about a relevant topic. Let's discuss how to stay healthy in the winter. The reason I'm bringing this up on Weight Loss Podcast is because every time you don't feel well, you get thrown off track, and we have so few routine weeks of no yantif, no simchas, that we can't afford to spend it on not feeling well. When you do have a routine week, we want to make the most of it. When you're feeling your very best, you're much more likely to be successful. Even though you may lose weight the week that you don't feel well, it's not real weight loss, and it comes right back. Our goal here is lasting weight loss, not fasting weight loss. The reason you lose when your immune is low is because you have a poor appetite and you're eating little, but eating little is totally disproven as an effective weight loss method. So now I'll explore with you a little more about why appetite decreases when immune is low. The reason for that is because digesting food is a very hard job for our body. When we're trying to fight an infection or a virus, our immune system is using all our energy and there's nothing left for food. When our immune system is hard at work, our digestive system gets into the back burner and takes a little rest, allowing the immune system to work at full capacity. But of course, as soon as our health is restored, our digestive system comes back in full force and we find ourselves with a ravenous appetite to make up for the lack of food. The scale gets totally thrown off by this. 
we may weigh more the week that we have a cold and then weigh less the next week, even though we're eating better because last week has an effect on the scale. And the following week, when we're back into the program and expecting to see weight loss, that's when the weight gain shows up. So there are two things to do about this because the scale can be so confusing. You want to make sure you don't get too hooked on the numbers. And second, make the most of every routine day that you have. Routine is precious. Routine allows us to lose weight in a steady, predictable, predictable way. So you see, you really want to do whatever you can to stay healthy with Hashem's help. So why is it that much easier to catch a cold in the winter? The reason why viruses are more common in the winter months are because the bacteria tend to thrive better in colder temperatures and lower humidity. And adding to this, the cold weather forces us to spend time indoors in enclosed places in closer proximity to others, which increases the risk of catching an infection. I'll add another point to increase, increase risk of infection in the winter. Since we're stuck indoors, we have less outlets and less ways to de-stress. Taking a walk to air out doesn't happen as easily in the winter, and de-stressing is so crucial to staying healthy. How we handle stress has a lot to do with our general well-being. A certain level of stress is inevitable in life, much as we try to avoid it. And for that reason, let's learn how to face it and handle it instead of just the fight-or-flight mode. One great tip to help us handle stress is to take deep, long breaths and let the air out slowly. The famous Dr. Sarno said that stress-related pain is simply a lack of oxygen. So make sure you're filling your lungs because when we're stressed, we tend to take quick, short breaths that don't fill our lungs properly. Oxygen is needed for proper functioning. This goes without saying. You'd be surprised how this simple tip can go a long way in making you feel better when you're stressed. Inhale deeply through the nose. Try raising your arms while you're at it to open the airways. Hold that breath as long as it's comfortable for you to do so. And then let the air out slowly through your mouth. Deep breaths are cleansing and invigorating. What are some more ways to stay healthy in the winter? Another great tip to focus on is getting enough fluids, drinking water or tea. This helps us to wash out our system and flush any bacteria before it affects how you feel. Now, it's not that we don't know to do these things. The goal of this podcast is simply to remind us just how effective these little steps are to let you function at full capacity each and every day. Recently, the National Institute of Health released a statement saying that It's about time we focus more on what we're eating rather than how much. For example, they set the standards for school lunches by dictating which food groups should be included, but they're realizing that along with the advantage in technology comes more processing of our food. It's time we ask the question, what's the source of the food in addition to which food groups or how much food? It's not enough to tell schools to serve protein at lunch. If that protein is deli meat, which is very highly processed and detrimental to health, then what's the point of pushing that protein? Schools will need to focus more on serving natural food. Finally, what we already know for quite a while is being recognized as a serious issue that needs to be addressed. It's time we stop worrying about how much we're eating in general and focus more on what it is that we're eating. And by the way, this approach aligns so well with intuitive eating, which is part and parcel of my program. If the focus is nourishing your body properly, then you don't feel deprived, you don't have diet trauma, you don't have to count or measure your food, you can eat more on a more hungry day and still lose weight. It's okay to have a realistic goal weight, it's not okay to have a timetable. Giving yourself a specific amount of pounds to lose in a set amount of time, that is totally against intuitive eating. 
or telling yourself how much you should weigh, having a certain expectation of fitting into a dress, this is not conducive to permanent change. Your body will let you know how much you should weigh. The numbers are not your department. Your job is to focus on nourishing your body properly. Sometimes we get discouraged because we don't realize that we're successful. I know this sounds strange, and I wouldn't believe it if I didn't see it, but I do see it more often than you'd believe. That's why you need a nutritionist to zone in on the details of your life and help you see not just what's not working, but also what is working. Remember to count your victories, celebrate your successes, and keep going. All the best. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, call 212-444-1900, press 5 then 7, and be inspired. The ideas expressed in this podcast are the opinion of an individual based on current weight loss research. Please consult your doctor before making any changes to your eating plan.